Sex and the City Halloween Edition. We interview J.B. Beckett, author of the book, New Fun Order. Are there more ghouls out there in the financial industry? That and more on today's episode of Flex in the City. Live or die, the choice is yours. Hello everybody, this is Rachel Treese and I am here today with J.B. Beckett and I'm here with J.B. Beckett because it is the Halloween special of Flex in the City and it's a pleasure to be able to connect with J.B. every year where I play the White Witch and J.B. plays the Vampire Hunter. Hi J.B., it's great to see you again. <laughs> Hi Rachel, and uh, I really should cue myself in with some sort of sinister laugh. It feels, it feels appropriate for, uh, for this episode. Absolutely. So, so we had a great chat last year and I'm sure we'll have a great chat every year because it's a really important time of year um, to be discussing what's going on in the world of financial services. So, so my big Halloween question to you, JB, is are there more ghouls out there since last year and last time we spoke? <laughs> well, the good news is I don't think I'm going to be unemployed anytime soon as a vampire hunter. Um, there are plenty of monsters within asset management and finance at large uh, and I do like hunting them down in the shadows and of course they, they tend to be everywhere Rachel they are um, in the supply chains, they are in the uh, administration of our business, uh, they are colleagues and I think the nice thing when I reflect on this um, thinking back to our interview last year we do love to obsess on just one or two different individuals and, and, and cast them out as the monsters this is this is very much part of our human condition to do that it makes us feel better um, mm. distances us from the from the monsters but there are far more monsters you'll be pleased to hear and uh, as ever i'm continuing to hunt them down um, i'm perhaps not going to necessarily stake them <laughs> that might be uh, might be a little bit severe but I will continue to cast lights on them and on the bad practices that they, uh, they engage in. So, so last year, JB, you, you alluded to the fact that the problem might be bigger than Woodford, is it? Absolutely. And I think this was my, this was my big reflection from, from last year. And looking at the way that the media pundits spokespeople, the general public, how they have, I guess, digested what happened and what went wrong with Woodford um, tells me that basically we're going to repeat the same mistakes again. Uh, there will be another Woodford, just in the same way, if you recall last year, uh, I talked about my uh, inspiration um, for the new fund order and people like Bernie Madoff. There will be another Bernie Madoff, um, mm. you know, in our time. So I think, yes, when I look at how we dealt with Woodford, it tells me that we're going to repeat the same mistake. It's interesting to note that the FCA and regulators uh, like the Bank of Ireland are now starting to broaden the question. That They see that perhaps the monster wasn't necessarily the individual. The monster was the structures that gave rise to that, to that star manager. And uh, yeah, we're absolutely going to repeat the same mistake. So it is interesting to note that the regulators are now starting to look much more closely at fund boards, uh, mm. authorised uh, mancos. Here, we're going to suddenly now get to the root cause of the problem. 
So I'm I'm curious because, as you know, uh, Flex in the City and FTS Global, we're all about um, leadership. So how do we go about, JB, creating more white witches and vampire hunters in our world? Yeah, and I've been musing on this. Uh, I write two different uh, columns really about the, the life and experiences of being a non-exec director. And I think the the answer to your question is independence. What we need is more independence everywhere. We need more independence on investment committees. We need more independence on mm. pension scheme boards. We need more independent asset managers sitting on the boards and committees that make so the decisions. you're saying there are monsters you in know, the boards too? Are there monsters in the boards, JB? Is that a surprise to anybody? I mean, anyone is listening into this. Did we, did we suddenly wake up and think wait a minute, perhaps our industry that is, you know, ostensibly fueled by profit and greed, mm. heaven forbid, they might give, give rise to sociopaths. You know, wow, that's, that, was that such a revelation? You know, um, I don't think it was. Mm. I think we've, we've known that there's been a problem for a long, long time. Uh, problems, monsters are created by a combination of power and mm. greed. And when you have enough of that anywhere, it will give rise to monsters. And is that and, in philosophy too, JB? Not just in financial. Is that is that um, something that's known? You know, is that is that a Halloween fact? Well, I think if we didn't think it was a problem, we wouldn't have things such as the stewardship code. We wouldn't have things such as the the K review. We can recognise um, whether it's a, a a Gordon Gecko culture issue or something that's even bigger than that. Now, um, we can recognise that there is something dysfunctional within corporate land because it's ultimately its values and aims are not necessarily aligned to, to wider society, to, to customers, to, to, to the workers. And of course, that, those kind of conditions are fertile for creating monsters because it's all about increasing wealth, increasing power. Uh, and so, yeah, absolutely, we can see there's a problem there. And this is nothing new. If you look at, for example, the, the CFA, uh, society, they've they've conducted many studies, you know, be it in Europe, be it in the US, be it in Hong Kong, where they've looked at the role of independence within fund boards, and whether it adds value, and whether it adds object objectivity, whether it protects the rights of customers, whether it protects the rights of workers, and they indicate as best practice a minimum of fifty percent independence on a board. Now, that's not where we are today. Where we are today is probably somewhere around a quarter of a fund board is independent. So we can see there's quite a way to go. So the CFA on one hand will say, well, this is what we see as best practice for corporate issuers. The PLCs, the companies, the public listed companies that fund managers will, will buy and, and own. Well, how, any, how is that any different to what you should expect within the corporate structure of the fund manager themselves. And I think asset management has done a great job for 20 years of um, setting out what it wants and at the same time um, not necessarily reflecting those same standards back on itself. That's what gives rise to your monsters. Absolutely. And so, JB, you've, you've obviously got your new fund order book, but I understand that you are writing a new book. Would you like to tell us a little bit more? And do you have a working title? 
I do have a working title, and those who have followed, I guess, the new fund order uh, know that the first book came out in 2015. There was a revision to that in 2016. Um, really was just a, a couple of additional uh, chapters. It's also, when you're a writer, it's a great excuse to, to deal with the, uh, the factual inaccuracies or typos that people very, very helpfully like to point out to you after you publish. So it's quite nice. You can go back and, and, and address those. But I haven't really written anything book-wise original since 2016. I've mm. co-authored three books since then. Uh, for Wiley, so that would be the AI book, the Paytech book, and the Wealthtech book, um, but only as a co-author. So this will be my third instalment, I guess, of the new fund order, um, which I'm hoping to put out at the end of this year. And do I have a working title? Yes, I do. The working title at the moment is What They Do in the Shadows. Mm. And well, I think it's absolutely fine as a working title, but I probably could do with some help in coming up with something a bit more, a bit more punchy, a bit more, a bit more me, a bit more JB, a bit more monstrous. Absolutely, um, so I think we should ask listeners to help us with that. So we need a title for JB's book, which has the working title "What They Do in the Shadows." You probably wouldn't be allowed to use this, JB, but I thought of one for you: "Defense Against the Dark okay. Arts." Because oh, I'm a Harry so Potter fan. Would, so, so, yeah, that would so be we'll, great. Be, we'll be asking all of our listeners to help with the title of JB's book. And uh, not only the book, JB, but you have another little project on the go, I understand. Tell us more. Yeah, this one came out of, this one really came out of the left field, uh, which is probably quite apt because I, I spend most of my time in the left field. Um, I was approached to, to do my own podcast. And look, I know everyone does podcast. This is a great podcast. There's lots of great podcasts. And I had hesitated really for a couple of years about the idea of doing it because I wasn't sure what was I going to bring that was new to to that conversation, you know, to you know, to the already quite noisy airwaves. But I was approached to do one and you know, the idea being that this podcast will be very much an embodiment of the new fund order, but in the in a in a sense of building community as well. So it'll be looking at markets, regulation developments, um, really from the eyes of the the fund selector. And this will be a pan-European perspective Mm. as to what are the challenges, what are the risks. Got to be contentious, really got to be be very punchy. Otherwise, it's not the new fund order, right? Uh, and, and, And most importantly, it's got to be strange. Because if it's not strange, it's definitely not the new fund order. So it's got to have that that uh, that slight kind of monstrous gothic gothic edge to it. But it's got so to be a chance what to. What kind of characters are you looking for on this podcast, JB? That's that's a very good question. It's got to be people not necessarily like minded. I mean, the the path of the contrarian is that you never agree with anyone, and no one agrees with you. But that's that's kind of part of the the enjoyment of it. So it's got to be contrarians, people who are a little noisy in their respective sectors. It's not going to be people who are overtly corporate. Um, I, 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 I appreciate people who are very much in the corporate structure. It's quite difficult for them to be as contentious as, uh, frankly, as, as I have been. Um, I, certainly my, my path, I would not rec- recommend to anybody uh, who wants to progress up through this industry. But I'm looking for free thinkers. I'm looking for people who mm. look at things from the left field. 
but across our industry. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the what, what does the person do? It's more of, you know, what do they bring to the conversation? Are mm-hmm. they outspoken? Are they opinionated? Do they have an, an interesting view on in life? I think these are the kind of people I'm going to try and look for. And uh, very much from, a, as I say, a pan-European fund management, fund selector, industry kind of look on the world. Not not dissimilar to, to Flex in the City. Great stuff. Well, JB, well, we're wishing you all the very best with this new podcast. Very exciting. And for clearly our listeners won't be able to see where JB is, but he's actually sitting... Um, by the power of Zoom, in a crypt. So I, we have to conclude, is what is your message to all of our listeners from the crypt? The message from the crypt, dear listeners, is just have a look over your shoulder who is behind you um, because the, monst- the monsters are lurking there and sometimes they're lurking in plain sight. And I would ask audience to... Always think about things, but try to think think of them from a contrary point of view. And sometimes looking at things from the left field mm. casts up new ideas uh, and new solutions. So um, more importantly, I would say to them to stay safe uh, and don't switch out the lights. <laughs> well, on that very spooky note, um, thank you, JB, for being a wonderful uh, vampire hunter for us uh, today. And so from me, White Witch, and JB, uh, the vampire hunter, it's uh, good night from me and it's good night from him. And it's and a definitely good night from me. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to Flex in the City. Catch us on our next episode.